the Ark of God. Today we hear, we see how David, King David, has rest from his enemies, and he's reclining in his palace, and he has this thought of, oh, um, I should do something for God. And he thinks, you know, God has been in this tent, the Ark of God, the, the Ark of the Covenant, has been in a tent for many years. And he says, I'm going to do something good for God. Perhaps what he should have said was, God, what do you want me to do for you? Because maybe God wanted something different. Because it was God who had given them the Ark of the Covenant, the Ark of God. It was God who had put that ark in a tent and led them through the desert for 40 years. Maybe God preferred the ark in a tent. What was the ark, by the way? What was, what was in it? There were, there were three things in the ark of the covenant. Um, the first and foremost, probably most obvious, uh, were the Ten Commandments, right? The, the Word of God. Um, God's law, but God's Word. Uh, secondly, uh, you may not have known, uh, was they had some manna. So God was giving them their daily bread every day, uh, and they, they recognized it as from God, and so they put some of it in the Ark of the Covenant, not to keep it, but to, um, to eat it later, but to hold on to it, that this is, this is from God. This is bread from God. The third thing um, is, uh, that was in the Ark of the Covenant was the rod of Aaron, so like his staff. And the, the staff symbolized the priesthood, the Aaronite priesthood. And so you had a symbol of the priesthood of God, you had the bread from God, and you had the word of God. There were three things in the Ark of the Covenant. And so that's what led them uh, through the desert, and that's what they kept in a tent, and Moses would go out to the meeting tent and whatnot. So that's what was in that. And so David says to God, I want to build you a tent. And, and God says, uh, you're going to do what for me? Like, I don't need you to do anything for me. Which, which is a point of itself. God doesn't need us to do anything for him. Well, doesn't God need, God needs my hands and my feet. God, God needs, God doesn't need anything. God says, I desire that you would share in what I'm doing at times. I can do it. That's what he, he, he starts lecturing David, if you can hear this. He's like, let's just remind you, it was I who took you from the pasture. I have been with you wherever you went, which is true for all of us. God has been with us every moment. I have destroyed all your enemies before. It wasn't you who are the great warrior. I destroyed your enemies. I will make you famous. I will fix a place. I will plant them. I will give you rest. That it's about God's plan is always about what he's doing. It's not about what we're doing. My job is to receive 
what he's doing. And so, so we hear this lecture from, from God to David, but then we're given this gospel, this beautiful gospel where God comes to a descendant of David. And he speaks of how he desires that Mary would now be the one to be his new ark. Because by Mary saying yes, what she's saying yes is to receiving Jesus, who is the high priest of God, who is bread from heaven, who is the word made flesh. That Mary herself is a person, a, a walking tabernacle, if you will, that we call Mary the new Ark of the Covenant. That God preferred, that God could have sent Jesus to us any way he wanted. But he chose to use the, the, the tent of Mary, if you will. Because it's not about what we're doing, it's about what God's doing. His plan, his way, not my way, his way, his word. And so Mary shows us in a beautiful way how to respond, how David should have but didn't, is to say, okay, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Your way is better. Your will. And so you and I are given this gospel today. What does it mean for us? Yes, it allows us to see how God's plan has been at work throughout many centuries. It shows us how his son Jesus comes to us. But it also speaks to us if that's how God chose to come to the Israelites and how he chose to come to Mary. It also speaks about how he wishes to come to you and I. That today, in 2017, that God still desires to come and to reside in a tent. He desires that we would be his ark, that we would be the bearers of his covenant, that from our baptism we have received the priesthood of God. A priesthood means that we're able to offer sacrifice, we're able to offer ourselves back to God. That God gives us his word. God also gives us his word made flesh in the Eucharist. So that you and I can be the new arcs today. That we can recognize that that's how God chooses to come to the world and to go out to the world. On our retreat uh, a month and a half back, one of the talks was on the Eucharist. And one of our students shared um, how, just in, how she came to uh, come to know God in the Eucharist. And she was sharing that she's an elementary education teacher. And she says, when I, when I graduate, I'm going to go teach. And she's like, I thought about teaching in a Catholic school, but I really want to teach in a public school. Because, you know, if I, I, want, I want them to come to know God. But she shared, she said, the problem is, I can't mention God. I can't talk about God in a public school. So how am I going to bring God to that school? Then she said, it dawned on her 
that because God gives us the bread from heaven, that she then takes within herself, that now she gets to be that ark of God that brings his presence to these students. And so God continues and desires that each one of us would be his covenant, that would be the, the ark that brings his love, his presence, to the rest of the world. And so the choice is up to us of whether we will receive that gift, you and I who are unworthy, that's not what it's about, that Jesus comes into our world. That's what we say right before we receive communion, right? We say, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come, come under my roof, that you should come under the roof of my tent. But only say your word, only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. That if you are perfect holiness, if you are mercy incarnate, that all you have to do is speak the word, all you have to do is touch me, and I can be made whole. And perhaps that's what he wants to do. That it doesn't matter where we've been, it doesn't matter what's going on in our lives, that if only we will receive the gift of his priesthood, of his word, and of his bread from heaven, his flesh, that we too can allow God to reside within us, his spirit, his heart burning within me, desiring to bring his love and his light to the entire world.